Well, it's 2024. It's time for a new you, but not so fast. Also, does he really stand a chance in 2024, or is it just the media that says so? And things that wore us out last year, are they going to exhaust us again? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. Happy New Year, baby. Should old acquaintance be forgot? Well, some of them. Well, it's the, <laughs> you know, some you just shouldn't remember. Uh, it's the new year. Uh, and for some of you, you want that to be a new you. I mean, it is the time of year where we talk about resolutions, where we uh, try to implement new changes to make our lives better. And I have to tell you, the top three are always the same. Quit smoking, lose weight, be healthier. Those are always the top three resolutions that everyone makes. Uh, lose weight, quit smoking, uh, and uh, be healthier. Uh, and, you know, you got to wonder why those are the three things that a lot of people choose every year as the resolutions. Uh, and that's because we are failing uh, in those departments, particularly in the be healthier uh, $4 trillion with a T, that's more money, by the way. When you hear the words billion and trillion, you think you can understand uh, how much that is, but you really cannot. Your brain just won't comprehend how much a billion... When you hear Elon Musk has $50 billion, you think, well, that's a lot. But you have no idea really how much of a lot that is. Just like you can't comprehend infinity. Your brain just will not wrap around the, the idea... Most of you think that space ends somewhere, that if you went out into space and you kept going, that ultimately you'd reach the end of something. You can't understand that you wouldn't, that it truly is infinite. You would, there's just no end to it. That doesn't compute in our brains. Uh, and so $4 trillion, that doesn't, you don't really understand that that means you could spend like $10 million a day for 20,000 years. You know, you don't, and that's the truth. I mean, you don't really comprehend how much that truly, truly is. Uh, but we spend four trillion on healthcare, and we're still very, very unhealthy. Uh, and so every year, people, oh, I want to get healthier. I want to get healthier. I want to exercise more. I want to eat better. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and then, of course, they don't. Now, let me tell you why you shouldn't put a ton of pressure on yourself right now, and why you should actually take it slowly. Okay. Uh, I'm a radical changer. I change instantly, and that's it. My friends know this about me. It's a unique characteristic. Maybe you have it. Most of you don't. I quit opiates cold turkey in one day. Most people cannot do that. And I haven't gone back in like seven years. Most people relapse. I have not. I woke up on a Thursday afternoon and sat from a nap and said, that's it. I'm done with opiates. And, and I've been done with opiates since then. The following Monday, I became a vegan. Haven't had any meat or dairy since. Uh, not backsliding, not all have this. Nope, just, just done with it. A lot of you can't do things that suddenly. I'm that way with people too. It scares some of my friends because I'm like, if I turn you off, you're done. You're like, that's it. <laughs> We're done. Uh, so, But a lot of you are not that way. So let's talk about some things that I want to do in 2024 and how I realize not to put too much pressure on myself. A, you need to know 
your brain is hardwired, hardwired to resist change. We have proven this medically. Your brain does not like radical change. It is actually programmed to resist radical change. Okay, so know that you're already fighting biology, that your brain doesn't want you to make radical changes. It doesn't like that. It also doesn't do well with a lot of choice. We have proven that. Humans do not do well. You go to a buffet, you can't figure out what to eat because there's too many choices. So we don't do well with choice and with radical change. So you're already fighting biology. Second of all, it takes months of doing something to make it an actual habit. You can't just do it for five days, eight days, 10 days, and say, oh, I'm in the new habit. No, you actually have to stick with it for like 90 days. You know, the number one month for gym memberships is January. The number uh, number one time that the gym is empty is March. People start, they get going, and then they just fall off. So you're already fighting biology. Uh, And you're fighting the fact that change is not easy for your body and for your mind and that you have to stay committed to it for some time or it doesn't work. For instance, over this holiday weekend, I have been obsessing over Ember possibly having a nasal tumor or a tumor in her throat. She has three symptoms of this. Snoring. Uh, Sometimes she has loud breathing when she sleeps. And her nose is plugged. She, she often wakes up and blows it out. Now, of the 15 symptoms of a nasal tumor, she only has three, and all three of those could be allergies. Now, her vet says, I don't see enough red flags to go to a specialist. I've canceled the specialist twice. She has another appointment January 11th. I'm very afraid of the outcome because if it is a nasal tumor, they treat it and it gives her 15 months. They don't treat it. She's dead in a month or two. However, it also says that it's about three to four months if it's untreated. And I've been wondering if she's had one for months. So she probably doesn't have one. Yet I found myself the other morning going down the rabbit hole of watching videos on YouTube about dogs with nasal tumors for an hour. And then I started feeling really guilty. Like you promised yourself that 2024 was not going to be the year of medical anxiety. You can't do it again. It's too torturous. 2023 was hell for you. Between the medical anxiety for yourself and for Ember, you're not enjoying life. You have to change this. So I started beating myself up. Well, that's what you'll do. You'll want to make a change, and then you'll see the change hasn't been made instantly, and you'll beat yourself up and you'll get discouraged. And then all of a sudden, you'll be back at at ground zero. So I don't want you to do that. Okay? I forgave myself. And I said, look, it's going to take time for you to put this medical anxiety in its place. You've had it for 61 years. It's going to take a minute for for you to just get out of the habit of everything medically having to be the worst case scenario. She can't just have allergies. It has to be a tumor. You know, and so it's going to take me a minute and I have to forgive myself along the way. And so do you. Whatever changes you want to make this year, exercise more, eat better, quit smoking, get out of a bad relationship, find a good relationship, whatever is in your I want to do this year, know 
that it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be instant. And if you bring guilt with you, if you make yourself feel guilty for not doing it, then you're going to fail. And I don't want you to fail. I want you to succeed. So A, don't put too many changes on your plate. Your brain already doesn't want change. Second of all, make the big ones first and only a couple of them. For instance, if moving more and eating right are two of your goals, start with those two goals. Whatever else you might want to do in 2024, give yourselves a a couple months to get to those. Maybe make a March 1st resolution. But for right now, if you want to move more, start moving more and make a plan because you're going to get overwhelmed. Change is overwhelming and you're going to get overwhelmed. So if moving more is in your plan, then, then make a plan as to how. I'm going to work out 10 minutes more a day. I'm going to start walking. And don't make things complex. People join a gym and they, they start getting food deliveries and they do this and they do that. And they make it so hard for themselves because they, they heap all these life changes upon themselves with intricate ways that they need to, to perform. And then they fail. Make whatever changes that you need to make in 2024 easy for yourself to make. Okay? Make it so you don't fail. And if you do fail, allow yourself to fail. Don't be guilty. Just start over again. It's like in yoga. If you fall out of a warrior three, you just jump right back into the balance. So, you know, make it easy for yourself to change. Know that it's going to be difficult and give yourself time. Broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. By the way, when I tell you stuff, you know I back it up with years of research. I've done extensive research about changing, particularly about diet, exercise, quitting smoking, how your brain resists it, how it takes 90 days to set up an actual habit that works, how you need to make it easier, not harder for yourself. You know, don't, don't put too many big hoops in front of yourself to jump through. A couple are okay. But, and, and then to forgive yourself when you backslide or when you fail and don't let it stop you. Start all over again. Okay, so please listen to me on these things because I want you to succeed in 2024 in making positive changes. But you're not going to change your entire world completely because you are you. Okay, part of the things you want to change actually help make up you. And some things you're going to not, you know, there is that saying, let me change what I can and accept what I cannot. Part of 2024 might be accepting parts of yourself that simply aren't going to change. I don't mean health, you know, that can change. I don't mean exercise, that can change. But there are other traits that maybe you're like, oh, I want to I be less of an angry person. Okay, that's a great goal. 
but know that it might be part of your personality type. So, you know, you can change and you, the way you respond in a situation to be less angry or to handle that anger, but that doesn't mean it's not going to pop up. It's like with my medical anxiety. It's always going to pop into my head for the rest of my life. It's how I react to it that I can change. I can't change that when Ember sneezes, I think, oh, God, it's a tumor. You know, I can't, I can't change that. But I can change my reaction to it. I don't have to rush her to the vet. I don't have to let it be my whole day researching, you know, nasal tumors. So I can change my reaction. So just know that. There are some things you will not be able to change except the way that you react to them. If you're too angry, you know what? Well, you've got a lot to be angry about. So maybe you just change the situations you put yourself in so it doesn't trigger the anger. Don't feed the beast. Maybe you can't kill all the beast you want to kill in 2024, but at least you can take yourself out of the situations where they're triggered. That's what real change is. Now, one thing to be angry about in 2024 is that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. Whether he's in jail or not, whether we don't know any of that. But what we do know is he's going to win the Iowa caucus. Super Tuesday is in March, and he's going to win that. And I was talking to my friend Mark Keene, and Mark is not worried about Donald Trump in 2024. He literally is just carefree about it. He's like, oh, no, he's not going to win. You know, yeah, he's got supporters and all that, but he doesn't have enough to win the, the White House. And even if he wins the Republican nomination, that doesn't mean he's going to win the one. Now, see, I'm not that casual about it because I tend to think that Americans are more stupid. Some, uh, many, uh, are more stupid and more polarized than we think. And I know that there are more people that don't want him to be president. I just don't know that they're going to vote. Because... People often don't do what's best for them. That's why we're talking New Year's resolutions. You often don't, you eat bad food. You're not, most of you are not a vegan. And this is Veganuary. We're going to talk about that next. But, you know, you should be moving to a plant-based diet in 2024, maybe gradually, but you should be doing it. But it's hard. And for people to just walk away from Donald Trump is hard for them. They've been invested in him in like eight years, for eight years, 10 years. Four years of his presidency, four years of Biden's, and two years of campaigning. They have been invested in this guy for 10 years. Breaking up with him is hard to do for some voters. And then the other side, the liberals, the independents, the progressives, their messaging always sucks. They, liberals and progressives, most of them, they don't listen. They should be listening to me and to AOC and to Gavin Newsom. We need radical progressivism to, to battle radical MAGA. Donald, I mean, uh, Joe Biden is not radically progressive. He's a centrist, a middle of the road, a peacemaker, a deal maker. That's not what we need right now. So many people won't vote for him just because he doesn't excite them. They don't care that they could lose their democracy. They don't think of it that way. They don't think about the fact that if you vote for anyone other than Biden, you are leaving America open to fascism. And that's not hyperbole. This is, you know, we've got to stop acting like the Nazi comparisons are obtuse. They're not. We have not learned 
from history, at least some of us. And I'm talking to progressives who would dare sit home or would say, I'm not going to vote for Biden. He's too old. I would rather vote for, you know, all of these people are doing so much harm to the nation. It's not MAGA. MAGA's numbers are MAGA's numbers. Trump is going to get zero new fans. Okay? He is speaking to his base. His base is what's going to vote for him. Period. New people are not going to vote for Donald Trump. Okay? They're not. By now, you either like him enough to vote for him or you don't. There's nothing he's going to say or do to convince new people to vote for him. And there's certainly nothing he's going to do or say to convince people who are going to vote for him to not. So the battle becomes how effective can progressive and liberals be in both energizing all of their base to get every single one to the polls. So, and the electoral college. Remember, Hillary got 3 million more votes than Donald Trump. It's really going to be about the red states and how many of those can actually be swing states and go blue. Because... Once again, we talked about getting rid of the Electoral College after every election cycle, and then they never do. Why? Because it works for them. Hillary was big thing. Get rid of the Electoral College. Go to a popular vote. Most of America agrees with a popular vote. It would be the easiest piece of legislation that Congress could get through with bipartisan support. Go to the popular vote. Even MAGA would be for that. And yet, It would be such an easy vote, but Congress won't do it. Why? Because they like it the way that it is. That's an easy vote. Get rid of the Electoral College and go to a popular vote. So we're not just fighting Trump supporters. We're fighting the Electoral College, which could let a candidate that has less popular votes win the presidency and has. Remember, Gore beat Bush. Hillary beat Trump, if we had popular vote in this country, we'd be a completely reshaped nation. That's why the GOP won't allow it. They won't allow it. The people want it. The GOP doesn't. They like winning, even if they're not winning. But do you, are you scared? How many of you, I'd love to have your comments below or email me, contact at reallycorel.com or comments at reallycorel.com. They all work. How many of you, go to, just go to my website. There's a the way right there to, to email me, reallycorel.com. You should be visiting that site a lot, reallycorel, K-A-R-E-L.com. How many of you in the comments believe that, and I don't want all you maggots. I know some of you maggots, and you're going to post, Trump 2024, yes, he's going to win hands down. I, I don't really care about you. I don't. I wish you would vanish off the planet. I do. I wish there'd be some MAGA rapture, and every... Christian and MAGA supporter was just taken off to the promised land. I really do. But that's not going to happen. How many of you that voted for Joe Biden, I'll be clear there, how many of you that voted for Biden are, and I mean are really, truly worried that Trump is going to win again? You're not concerned. You're not, you know, like, oh, yeah, no, he could. He could. How many of you are terrified that it's already going to happen? that, no, he's going to win. See, I'm of the mind that he's going to win. I I don't believe any court's going to convict him. I don't believe they're going to send him to jail. And I believe he's going to win. 
because I think progressives are going to fail in messaging. I mean, unemployment at an all-time low, stock market at an all-time high. You know, there's all these things that progressives could be campaigning on, but they're not, and they're not reaching middle America because they don't know how. Their progressives are too educated and too rich. They need to be listening to me. They do. I can reach middle America. So how many of you are terrified that he's going to win? Comment below. Send me a comment. Biden voted. How many of you think Trump is going to win? Or is it the media? Is it just hype? Is he going to lose miserably? If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. You know, Israel has worn me out in 2023. We're going to talk about things that wore us out. I'd like to see your comments down below. Stuff that you would like to see resolved in 2024, once and for all. So just just wore you out. But before we move on, I do want to touch on, you know, the media makes things seem more important than they really are. And they make seem things seem bigger than they really are. And then that is amplified through social media. For instance, there are people that live and die for TikTok. And there are TikTok stars and celebrities. And they're making fortunes. They really are. And they're well-known and they're touring. And most of you don't know, uh, you don't have a rat's clue who they are. You know, you don't, you and, and across the globe, most people have no fucking clue who they are. But in TikTok world, they're enormous. It's like Randy Rainbow. I love Randy Rainbow. I do. I was jealous of him for the longest time because he's just doing stuff I've done for 30 years. But God bless Randy Rainbow. I mean, really, I, I'm, I'm newly on the Randy Rainbow train. I support him more than I support RuPaul. I think Randy Rainbow is better for America than RuPaul is. But that being said, you know, Randy Rainbow is filling about 2,000 seats venues in about 50, 50 cities. Okay. And that's, you know, what, 100,000 people that he's going to be seeing? 50 cities, you know, 2,000 seats? It's like 100,000 people he's going to be seeing? And that's a lot. But there are entertainers like Madonna that in one night will get more people into a stadium, 68,000 people, you know, like uh, Taylor Swift, you know, Beyonce filling up these 80,000-seat arenas. That's all of Randy Rainbow's tour, okay? So while I support him, and I think he's fabulous, most of the 8 billion, we just passed the 8 billion mark on January 1st, by the way, most, and Americans aren't screwing. We have the lowest childbirth rate since ever. Uh, And that's because they don't see a future in having children, and they're wrong. Who's going to pay for their Social Security, by the way? All these Gen Zs and millennials are like, oh, I'm not going to have kids. Then who's going to support you and take care of you when you get older? 
they're being very short-sighted. But whatever. You know, as we pass the 8 billion mark in the world, 7.99 billion have no idea who Randy Rainbow is. Yet in the gay circles and in progressive circles here in America, he's well-known. He's not touring abroad. You know, he's not getting selling out across Europe. He's an American phenomenon. And I love him. I do. But perspective is only everything. He's a big star to some. To others, he's a nobody. And so the media and social media can make stars and make huge issues, enormous issues, out of molehills. Is that what they're doing to Trump? Is Trump a media star that most of the people are actually over? Does he stand a chance in 2024? Or is the media giving him the chance in 2024? If the media started covering him for the felon and the criminal that he truly is, would that change his chances? The answer there is yes, by the way. And that includes progressive media. Stop giving him a venue. Stop putting stuff of his on the air. And every time you acknowledge him, say, indicted felon, indicted criminal, not former president. Call him what he is. Fraudulent. He's already been convicted of fraud in New York. So you could actually say convicted fraud, Donald Trump. If the media started doing that, now they're not going to. But you see what I'm saying? The media can make someone or something into a much bigger phenomenon than they are. You would think that everybody in the world knows, you know, whomever on TikTok or Randy Rainbow or whatever. Matt Reif, the comedian. Most of you don't know who he is. And yet he's, he's, he's big on TikTok. He's got a Netflix special. But he's an idiot like David Chappelle. Cute, but an idiot. So 2023 wore me out, you know, post-pandemic, all of it wore me out. And I want to hear what wore you out in 2023 and what you're hoping 2024 doesn't. For instance, Israel has worn me out. I am tired of hearing about Israel. I'm tired of Israel being at war. They've been at war since fucking 1946. I'm tired of it. I know they're tired of it, too. I'm not saying Israelis are not tired of it. They're tired of it. I'm tired of it. We're done. And I'm really tired of them bombing women and children. I I know that they're at war with Hamas. I get it. But I am really tired. And I'm tired of threads and X and social media. Either you're being called an anti-Semite or you're in full support of the Jews. There's no middle ground. And everybody on social media is pledging their this or pledging their... I'm sick of that. I don't go to social media to look up at the Israel-Gaza conflict. I don't. I've blocked the word Israel on my on threads. I don't want to see any more from Israel. I'm done. It's a little itty bitty teeny tiny piece of land. We don't care about the Congo. 50 times bigger had civil war for 40 years. We didn't care about Rwanda when they were being slaughtered and having machetes shoved up their private parts, all because their noses were different. And that's the truth. Clinton did not intervene. He let all the horrors of Rwanda happen. And you let them happen. Horrors, just like going on in Gaza, just like going on in the West Bank. That war could get much bigger, much faster, and I'm already sick of it. I don't care anymore about it. Solve your fucking problem. 
Israel, pull back to your original borders. Initiate a two-state solution where the Palestinians have uh, two states. They have the West Bank and they have Gaza and they have self-rule. And then if they continue the bombing, if they continue attacking Israel, then yeah, blow the fuck out of them. But at least do more than say we're retaliating again for violence perpetrated against us. It's a never-ending war in the Middle East, and I'm done with it. If they're going to keep fighting, I don't really want to know about it anymore. And you're like, Carell, that's horrible. It is horrible. That is a horrible stance for me to take. But I don't want to know anymore. I can't stop it. I am not Bibi Netanyahu. He can stop it. I can't. And I'm tired of seeing these horrible images of Jews that have been terribly attacked by the Palestinians and Gazans and Palestinians who have been horribly attacked by the Jews. I'm sick of seeing the death on both sides. And I don't care who started it. I don't want it in my world anymore. I'm done with war. The same with Ukraine. As it enters year three, solve, stop the fucking war. It's time for NATO to tell Putin Pull out of Ukraine or we're all going to war with you, Putin. And if NATO is not willing to do that, if NATO nations are not willing to say, stop bombing Ukraine, then I don't want to hear about it. It wore me out. What wore you out? Hey, it's Carell. Ember and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.